Hey there, Fellowship family. Welcome to your one-stop shop for all things church life. My name's Mark Francis, and I'm once again your host for today. And we're in a season of conversation here with our Fellowship Family podcast about community groups. And it's you know really important to, to not just come to church once a week and then go live your life outside of community. And there's something to community groups that are going to help you grow. And in our conversations, we want to allow for that. So I have a great couple with me today. I've Ben and Lauren Dillard. How are you guys? Good. Good to see you. And as always, you know, I try to ease people's minds to let them know we're just having a conversation, just like we're sitting by the fireplace in somebody's house right now. So no, no worries. Okay. okay. It'll be good. great. You guys are going to do awesome. I want to get a chance to get to know you because the other reason of why these podcasts are important is just, we're a family. We're a part of a church here and we're unified in Christ. And it's important amongst a, a thousand or 2000 person church to get to know one another. So part of what I want to hear is just, what's your story? Give me a quick background of how you guys came to, first of all, FBC, but I want to hear even more about that. So I'll let you Okay. Start it up. Sure. Uh, so we've been coming to FBC for uh, about six years now. Um, it was the first church we visited when we moved to Winchester. I got a job uh, at FEMA. Um, we moved from Loudoun County. So uh, we were going to McLean Bible Church hmm. when we were there. Um, and we heard from other people that this was like kind of the, the, the natural transition yeah. from, from, uh, from that church to out here. Uh, we came and we loved it. Um, the children's ministry was a huge thing for us. We have three girls and, um, all right, what are their names? Emily, Allison okay. and Olivia. And how old are they? Nine, seven and four. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I probably so, keep your hands full. I'd they imagine. do. Yeah. Right. So obviously, you know, this season of life, that's a, that's a big part of it. <laughs> um, so we, we love that aspect. And then we heard the teaching, um, and, you know, just going through the Bible verse by verse mm. and the, the quality, mm-hmm. um, Laura and I are both like very sensitive to um uh to teaching being like on point yeah uh, and yeah. and uh bible focused um and so we we were happy with what we heard here yeah uh, i got kind of started getting plugged in neat and uh yeah we've really been enjoying it so give us a little bit of li- uh, stories about your family life lauren tell us about what goes on in the house and how <laughs> how the kids do with schooling and okay. being a part of the church. Just, yeah, what goes on in the Dillard household? Um, so we homeschool. Okay. So um, we're a part of a co-op um, called Wellspring Christian Co-op. Which and... she started, by the way. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, and so that's once a week. And um, before that, I was in, heavily involved in mops. Mm-hmm. And um, so I made a lot of my friends through that. And... Um, I don't know. I'm just busy around the house, hanging out, play dates. Yeah. <laughs> and some school. Call Lauren for the play dates then. Yeah. Absolutely. We, so, need, we need a little less play dates and more school though. Yeah. yeah. Homeschool is social. interesting. <laughs> yeah. Is there any kind of specific uh, class that is fascinating to you that you like to teach and work with your kids about? Like what, um, what stands out? Not exactly, but I do love that our curriculum is um, apologetics and Bible based. Hmm. And so within every subject, there is um, app- applicable Bible teaching. So yep. 
That's enjoyable. I mean, I find the conversation interesting because I really believe that community starts in the home, right? And so as as teachers of, of being a, a mom and a dad and parents to kids, there's this community that's being shaped amongst yourselves in the home. Mm-hmm. And and then, Ben, you said you get started, you got started to get plugged into church right away when you guys started to come. What was the sense when you got here of... Uh, finding people like how did you really make relationships when you first started to come to fbc that's a good question uh it's so, probably more <laughs> yeah lauren lauren i call her the queen of winchester like oh, she gets yeah. to know everybody uh so she was definitely the catalyst for a lot of the connections that we made at first um i started going to women in the word okay and so that um helped me to know some older women and younger which women. is a women's bible study here yes here at, at church at fbc, at FBC. Um, so that was a good start. And then also through MOPS, we got connected. And then I actually worked my way into Sam and Amy Smith's parenting community group hmm. um, to get to know people because being part of community has always been a priority of ours. Um, so then we got to know other families in that group. Neat. Neat. So what what have you guys done as a couple then here at the church? There's, I hear you saying kind of the, the women's ministries and the co-ops. When did you first start getting plugged in as as a community group couple here at FBC? So that's, that's kind of a funny story. Um, I'm here for funny. All right. <laughs> bring it. So uh, we were a part of a community group uh, at McLean mm-hmm. from very early on in our marriage. Like shortly after we got married, we got plugged into a young couple's community group there. Uh, and they call them small groups. So if I slip up and call it small group, that's terminology. Same thing. Same thing. There you go. Okay. Yep. Um, so that was a huge part of uh, our early uh, part of our marriage. Um, did that for a number of years. And then when everybody started having kids, priorities kind of shifted. And then sure. that, those groups uh, disbanded and people moved away uh, as things go. Um, so then when we came out, out here to fellowship in Winchester, we knew that that was something that we would want to revive again. Mm. Um and then we uh, we went through the membership class to make that a possibility in the yep. future. Um, and they asked us during membership, <laughs> is there any area where you might want to serve? Yeah. And I think it was we were talking to Mark Carey when uh, that, that question after, came up. Or, yeah. And uh, we mentioned, well, you know, we're kind of toying with the idea, of, you know, maybe a community group at some point. Um, and I think it was like a week later that I was sitting down at Chick-fil-A with Dondon Hartog talking about like, you know, what that would look like and what we can do. So, uh, yeah. you know, if you mention something to Mark about, you know, an area where you might serve, you know, expect an email, expect a face to face. get plugged in. Uh, and so, yeah, the, the ball just started rolling from there. And uh, it's been really a, a blessing to, to do that together. Yeah. Mark has an amazing connection about that, you know, of just how. He can pick out the people. He'll remember your names, uh-huh. and then he'll he'll call you out and say, "Okay, how are you getting plugged in? What's happening?" Right. Yeah. And, and that's neat. I mean, that's part of the body working together, yeah. and part of how his giftedness works as well. Yeah. So when you met with Don, and then you you were looking for a group, which which one did you really instantly get plugged into? What did that look like? Well, that's a little bit funny too, Go ahead. because we. It was recommended to us to join a group and then like down the road start, you know, be leaders of our own. Mm-hmm. But I guess through Don and Ben getting to know each other, Don was okay with us actually being leaders mm-hmm. because of our experience in past small groups. Yep. So 
Um, so yeah, we, I mean, we had done the the parenting thing that was kind yes. of along the same lines um, with Sam and Amy Smith, um, but then we we just kind of started our own once we decided you know this is a an area that we would like to serve, um, and Lauren had as we mentioned she she knows a lot of people. Um, and she had some acquaintances here at the church. Not we, we weren't. It wasn't like a group of friends that were like, okay, you know, we're going to do our own thing. People that we had met. I hadn't. I had met one of the um, other guys who lived in the neighborhood, but everybody else I'd never met before. Hmm. She knew the wives um, and just, just kind of through church or in passing. Yeah. And, and now you're all together, can, yeah. Yeah, clocked you in a sense of any, as you know, a group. People that were interested, and uh, everybody came together, and it's been uh, it's been really really neat to see how this group has grown ballpark when did that when did that group first form what what year two and a half years ago yeah something like that okay and where do you guys meet at our house okay yeah that's another thing that we thought was important for us was to not only meet as a group but we really liked meeting in people's homes we feel like it's more um homey for Mm -hmm. lack of a better word (laughs) um and also it's a way for us and our kids to serve by cleaning the house for small group and getting ready for small group and we just like the um atmosphere of being in a home there's nothing like getting you ready to have people over to get that house nice and clean right (laughs) oh yeah they're getting they're almost pros at it (laughs) it's you know i mean we have a group at our house too and and that's always a thing. I know that my house is going to be looking good on Monday yeah. night because we've spent a little bit of time preparing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's the, there's the value, I think, of being in a home mm-hmm. where you are more welcoming to where you can get a chance to know people more. Right. Yeah. And, and if you guys are the host, there's going to be that component to it. But then, mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't have to be perfect, right? I mean, they right. can see right. oh, some not. of the yeah. dirt in your cracks, you know, or, yeah. or just they like see, see the live. towels on the floor, whatever. It doesn't matter, right? Yeah. I mean, yes. but that's that's the hospitality component of, I think, what a, a community group can bring. Right. What are some of the things that you guys have studied over these couple of years? Like, what do you guys do together as a group sure. when you meet? Uh, we've done kind of a variety of things. Um, we've done a few video series on, uh, we did one on uh, prayer. Uh, we studied the Psalms through another uh, video series. Uh, we've done some like kind of uh, current events, like cultural mm-hmm. uh, type topical studies. Um, and then uh, recently we've, we've transitioned to just studying scripture. Um, so we, we did a, a series uh, on the book of James. Mm. And right now we're coming to the end of uh, the book of Ephesians. Neat. And that's been a lot of fun. Yeah. So how do you guys deal with the kids? I mean, I've got to ask that because uh, we'll deal with it is a wrong question. Right. But yeah. when, <laughs> when you're gathering, when you have people in your house and you have three girls, do other people in the group have kids oh, as yes. well? There's okay. 14 kids. 14. 14 or 15. Okay. Yeah. I lose, I lose count. <laughs> had some additions. Um, there's about 14 kids mm-hmm. and we've gone back and forth when, you know, two years ago they were all a little bit younger. Mm-hmm. So we did have um, some babysitters, but now we just let them we lock the baby. We lock out. them in the basement and sure. hope you know. Hope for the best. We let them hang out. out. Some yep. you know the littler ones come up and down the stairs, but we're flexible and yeah. we just make it work. Make it work. And I'm asking that because I've heard of plenty of people looking for groups today mm-hmm. that want. Okay, what's the child care situation? Mm-hmm. What's the children's ministry situation mm-hmm. look like? You know, how do you, and so just give me some examples of how you guys have overcome that. I mean, besides locking them in the basement. Yeah. Right. What would you suggest to other people out there that are saying, well, I can't meet because I have my kids. Yeah, I think 
the main thing is just an attitude of understanding of, you know, we're all, at least couples in, in this season that we're in, we're all going through it. It's mm-hmm. a challenge for all of us. And you know, things aren't going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, we do, um, you know, we do worship together. We have all the kids mm. sit with us, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, they they really get into to doing that together. Um, but, you know, some of the younger kids will be off running around playing with stuff or, you know, being a distraction, if you want to call it that. And, and I think it's just a matter of giving grace and understanding yeah. that, you know, it's a challenge for all of us. We, we know how it goes and it's not going to be right. perfect. It's not going to be this, you know, awesome and holy moment, you know, when, when kids are running around. And you're, and in a, you just you're a family around. friendly home too. Right. I mean, right. so it's not like, okay, if something falls, right. you know, it'll be okay. You right. know, if there's, you know, kids in the basement on unattended for, it's okay. It's almost like there's just the the openness and the freedom that you guys, the hosts, are able to give right. to the other families. But I love how you said you're worshiping together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do the kids ever kind of bring out any instruments or any kind of toys that they like uh, to play with? Well, so one of the guys plays a cajon. Okay. And so that's always when, when he's absent, that's the first one that the kids <laughs> grab. They'll hop on the box, you yep. know, and they Neat. just want to start uh, playing mm-hmm. that. Um, uh, our oldest daughter, Emily, has been playing uh, piano for a little while, and then she just picked up the tin, tin whistle. whistle. Okay. And we haven't incorporated that yet, but we're, we're she's it's in the work. She's it. yeah, she's already trying to get herself on the schedule. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And I, again, that's the component of what community groups I think can can bring that there's a variety, mm-hmm. and and with what you guys offer is this family styled family atmosphere group, and allowing kids to participate. Mm-hmm. That's great, and yeah. they're gonna see you guys as parents. Right have this devotion to meeting with other people, the value that that places on a family and then encouraging each other in the word of God. Yeah. So when you're in, I think you said Ephesians Mm -hmm. now, has there been anything that's been standing out to you guys as a group that has been meaningful to you guys as a couple? That's a good question. Um, it's been, it's been a big journey. So I've never been in any kind of uh, teaching leading role Mm -hmm. in the church of, uh, of, done worship before um but never teaching scripture Mm. um and so i feel like every week is just a a new adventure (laughs) Uh, and we we never know we never know where it's gonna go yeah um but the one of the things i've i've just really enjoyed about like i said we've we've transitioned away from doing like video series and like topical discussions Mm -hmm. to just studying the word good yeah neat is I mean, it's it's so it's so crucial to our lives. Uh, that's something that I only came to know as a believer in the last like four years. So I grew up in a Christian home, Christian, you know, as, as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I started getting into the Word about four years ago on a regular, hmm. consistent basis, and it totally changed my. You know, it's like I finally listens to everybody that's been telling me that you need to actually read the Bible. And, so, well, something clicked. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and so the, the value of just spending time together and hearing different opinions on um, on how, how we interpret or how we apply mm-hmm. a, a certain verse. Um, mm-hmm. And as you know, you know, Ephesians goes right in to all sorts of, uh, yep. of you know, contra- not necessarily controversial, but uh, topics that are great for discussion. Mm. Um, and so hearing like I said, people's uh, different perspectives because they've had a different uh, background in the church and have been taught different things, and, mm-hmm. or they they just uh, they hear that in a different way. 
Hmm. Um, we firmly believe that you know scripture was written and there's there's one meaning right and so we're all striving together to get down to the bottom of okay what what is the the true meaning here Mm -hmm. um and then we open it up for uh how does that apply to our lives so we always try and read the passage and then we have discussion questions that we kind of come up with Hmm. um that's okay how how does this impact me um where's where do i see this playing out in my life what are the struggles that i you know I see. And again, that's something that you're not going to get in a large setting, large corporate gathering. Right. You're gonna, you know, you're going to get deeper with each other to be able to, as I've heard Mark Carey or others say, iron sharpen iron, mm-hmm. spurring each other on yeah. to say, okay, how wrestling with this passage of Ephesians and what are you hearing mm-hmm. God say to you in this moment? Right. Um, so Ben, I heard that you kind of were raised in a Christian home and have always had that bent lauren how about you have you yes, had that thing. okay that same background yeah. and just i would say a turning point for me was first when we start when we got married and we joined that first small group that was the first time i'd ever really gone through an inductive study um we did other topical things too but when we studied philippians mm. that was an inductive study that was way over my head and i'd <laughs> never studied like that before um and then also another turning point was when the Lord moved us to Winchester. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a huge turning point, and um, there was a lot of growth in my spiritual journey through that. So even mm. though I was raised a Christian, I didn't see any real change until in the more recent mm. years. That's neat to see how the spirit will like just grow each of us right you know yeah. at our own pace and, and i would say that for, for yeah. the people in our group too you yeah know, we've we've seen growth and maturity and just as we've gotten to know one another uh it's been really fun to see the lord working in their lives as yeah. well what kind of funny story or kind of areas of how you guys have maybe served as a group together is there are there have there been times where you've gotten together outside of just studying in the word that has been beneficial uh, for sure. you guys um, we really also wanted our group to be um, people that we would live life with. Yeah. So, again, not just seeing them on Sunday, not just meeting once a week at our house, um, but to celebrate birthdays and um, maybe even some trips together or um, just different activities, Fourth of July parties. Um, so we really do that. And it just so happens that everybody in our group um, enjoys camping. And so that was cool. actually one of the things that bonded our group. Uh-huh. Um, so we've been on probably what? eight or 10 camping trips together. Cool. So we also, if you have a camper or tent, you can also join us. We're not exclusive. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but we really enjoy spending time outside of the normal and just live life together. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, it- just to have that opportunity for families to gather together, being in your house, go camping, mm-hmm. hang out with kids. Kids are getting to know each other. Yes. There's there's a value yeah. to that. Our you kids know. love small group night. They ask cool. all the time, when is small group? Yeah. And actually one thing kind of fun that we're seeing our oldest daughter do is she is now making small group studies mm. for the kids. Mm. So... I'm not sure how they all work it out, but they have different lessons and she's always working on small group stuff. That's awesome. <laughs> Training them. And then again, it's well, you're modeling. I yeah. mean, right. she's kind of just gleaning what's happening right. with you guys in, in the basement. 
Right. She, she can lead her own study. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Go yes. for it. Yes. Well, what um, when it comes to just the what you can impart if people are watching and listening to this and they're scratching their head and be like, that sounds like a great group. I mean, there's probably not a lot of space in your group. What would you encourage the listeners to to look for of, first of all, why should they join a group? And then, you know, what what do you see as the benefits of being a part of a community group like that? I mean, there, there are so many benefits and, and reasons. Um, and thinking about this, I, I wanted to consider, you know, how does a, a ministry like a community group fit into what we're taught in scripture? Mm-hmm. Is there something that kind of speaks towards that? Uh, and the, the verse that came to my mind or the passage uh, is from Hebrews 10, mm. uh, 24 yeah. and 25. Uh, and it says, and, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Mm. Um, so when I read a passage like that, and, and a lot of times you, you'll hear that passage uh, used in reference to, to Sunday church attendance. Sure. Uh, and I think that's a perfectly fine application. Um, and I love Sunday church attendance. But a lot of what I see in a passage like that is what happens in, in a smaller group setting. Yeah. Where you're able to get to know people so that you can encourage them and, and get to know them deeply uh, on a personal level uh, where you can get into... Um, some deeper spiritual conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think of just the, and this is not as necessarily a fun one, and thankfully something we haven't really had to delve into, but uh, you know, church discipline was kind of designed around people knowing each other. Sure. Uh, and the first step in that is, you know, if, if another believer sees somebody else who's struggling, um, they're, they're to approach them. And if, if you're not opening your life uh, and, and living it in a community with other believers, you're not gonna have that benefit of you know, what God has designed as a way that he um, ministers to his church. Yeah, no, that's that's neat insight because there's, there's the component of, yes, doing life together, spurring each other on, but then when you are spurring each other on, there's gonna be ups and downs. Mm-hmm. There's sure. gonna be highs and lows. There's gonna be sickness. There's gonna be issues with family. There's gonna be kid discipline. There's gonna be maybe spouse issues. And I'm sure as a leader, you might see all those things, but to be a part of somebody's life to where you see that and you're open to, okay, these are my friends. Mm-hmm. They can come to me and, mm-hmm. and I can come to them. And there's a, uh, I guess, I don't know what the right word is, but there's at least like a, a rest that you can find in knowing, okay, uh, I'm, I'm doing this together with other people. Yeah. And there's the component of community. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. What have you learned over the years, Lauren, maybe even the last couple of years of what a, why community group, why being in a small group is valuable? Um, I love living in a group with my my core family, mm-hmm. my own family. Um, I like serving with Ben, and we've grown so much as mm. a couple with him teaching, and I can see the spiritual growth in him mm. being a teacher. Um, so I just like doing something as a family. What Instead of just me off at Women in the Word and him and his personal study right. or... You know, I think it's important to do things as a couple also. That's great. That's great. Well, you guys are a neat example of just being thrown in (laughs) practically by a couple conversations leading you down the path to then be leaders, to then have a group. And and 
So that started two and a half years ago, and that group is still together, yeah. right? I'm, I'm assuming you guys don't have openings, right? I mean, we're not promoting your group here. No, not right now. I think yeah. we're, we're maxed out, especially maxed out. In, in the kid aspect. It's uh, 14 of lot. The basement is full. The basement, yeah, the basement <laughs> is full. But, you know, what, what the conversation here is meant to stir up is just the, the desire amongst everyone watching and listening to say, yes, I, I should be part of a group. If you're not find ways to get plugged in. There is going to be uh, the, the meeting we have coming up called Group Link. That's just a open house. We might even call it like a trade show, if you will, mm-hmm. of having all the different group leaders who do have openings to come out. So that's on uh, Sunday night, September 12th. So look out for more details about that. But I, I would just share and encourage all the people watching, listening to, if you're not in a group, get a part of one. If you're in a group, and you feel the urge, just the, the Holy Spirit leading and guiding you be like, this is something that I should probably start off and go off and do. You guys are a good example of that as well. Um, leading, Being led by the Spirit to say, yes, you'd be part of a group. Let's go do it. <laughs> yeah. So thank you guys for being a part of the conversation. Sure. I feel like we've gotten a chance to get to know you yeah. a little bit better. And uh, if you're just listening, you can go find Ben and Laura. I don't know. I mean, look at their faces, find faces and names and go say hello to them next sure. time you see them yep. in church. And and obviously for anybody else, we love to get connected with you guys as well. Continue to share your feedback with us. Go to the show notes, fbcva.life slash podcasts or where you can find all the different platforms. We've got the Sermon Spotlight that you can still watch and listen to, the Global Church, the Global Missions podcast, and uh, there's all kinds of ways you can get plugged in. And I will plug that um, group link once again, because that is going to be the best opportunity for you to find ways to get plugged into here at FBC. So let God lead you and guide you in that path. So thanks for watching and listening. And until we chat again, let's let Christ be the focus of your life each and every day. 